0: Alright folks, are back. Thanks for tuning in. You are listening to the Drew Marshall Show. We're streaming live at drewmarshall.ca. We're on the MyJoy radio app and iTunes or Google Play and across the GTA on AM 1250 Joy Radio. Uh, been a pretty interesting show so far. Thus far, We've yes. We've had my father on, talking about skinning his dog and making, and, gloves. And, and making gloves. That's what his dad did, my grandpa, mm-hmm. back in the day, meanwhile back on the farm. We've had our Hollywood correspondent on, Carrie Pomeroli, talking about how Scott Bale loves her. And how um, anything who's Democrat is going to hell. Anybody who's a Democrat is going to hell. Right. Love it. And a couple of brilliant musicians off the top of the show, Patrick Ballantyne and uh, Andrew Collins. And uh, we're moving on. Not a moment too soon, some may say. Steve Hassan. He's a leading authority on cult and mind control, a former cult member himself, recently featured on AE's hit and series Leah Remedy, Scientology in the Aftermath, one of the foremost authorities on undue influence, mind control, and destructive authoritarian people and cults. I have so many questions that I want to ask uh, Stephen. Sir, thank you for joining us today. You you must do a lot of interviews in a month. Would that be true? It's true. Have you ever been sort of trapped in an interview? Have you ever gone one-on-one with somebody from a cult, like
1: you and a Scientologist sitting down face-to-face and going at it? Uh, no, because Scientologists are programmed to fear me as a what they call an SP, a suppressive person. Right. So they would never want to talk with me, unfortunately. I'd love to talk to them. We had the, pres- we had the president of Scientology Canada
0: on our show a number of years ago. And, you know, it, it's, it was more about clearing up the facts, clearing up. The, it wasn't a sales pitch. It wasn't a promotional interview. But we just wanted to clear up. The, it was kind of like when I had the high priest of the Church of Satan on the show when we yes. found out that Satanists don't actually believe in Satan. You know, that made sense.
1: Well, I do. I actually know that Satanists uh, don't believe in a metaphysical deity named Satan. But uh, my experience with Scientology is they uh, they train their PR people rather thoroughly in lying. Yes. So you would not necessarily get the truth by having somebody on speaking on, unless they're a former president or former. person for Scientology.
0: Steve, of all the groups that are out there today, who would you say would be, I don't know, the top couple of dangerous ones?
1: Uh, North Korea. um, (laughs) ISIS. Okay. Yes. Would be the top of my list of (laughs) most dangerous, destructive cults. Right. And I mean it just sincerely. Yeah.
0: I just, you know, it's funny. I I didn't...
1: traffickers (laughs) are also horrendous and they... There are many of them, and they are victimizing millions of people around the world. Hmm. So they're egregious. A lot of people think of cults, and they only think of religious cults. But in my world, my definition is related to basically controlling people's minds and making them obedient um, slaves. Uh, So it could be a political cult, a therapy cult, could be an abusive relationship narcissistic man or woman that's controlling somebody. Could hmm. could be a large group awareness training, a multi level marketing group, a presidential figure. I am sorry, but that's just right at this point that sounds like everybody on the planet. No. It's by by no means everybody on the planet, but it is unfortunately become so epidemic that and the public is so ignorant about understanding the criteria of a destructive cult that, um, you know, there's cloudy thinking about it. And that's part of my life work of 40 years. And I've written three books and been on hundreds of television shows and radio shows.
0: All right. So over the 40 years, would you say that there's nothing new under the sun in regards to, uh, I guess, cult mind control? Uh, or, no? Or, no.
1: I wouldn't say that. I, I was frankly surprised in the past few years as I studied ISIS recruitment online, and I was surprised at the level of sophistication that they brought to um, manipulating, deceiving, uh, hypnotically programming people online. So I'd say things are things are progressing as they do in science, sure. uh, and unfortunately. There are people who want to help humanity, and then there are people who want to enslave and harm and take advantage of other people. So obviously my population is as is, uh, is a therapist trying to help heal people who've been harmed as well as advise family and friends who are worried about someone who's suffered a radical personality change and want to know how they can help their loved one uh, I do coaching online. Uh, Steve Hassan is the author of several books that
0: have received extensive praise from international mental health professionals, educators, law enforcement, former cult members, family of former members, clergy, and other professionals. Combating Cult Mind Control, the number one best-selling guide to protection, rescue, and recovery from destructive cults. Uh, releasing the Bonds, Empowering People to Think for Themselves, uh, Freedom of Mind, Helping Loved Ones Leave Controlling People, Cult, and Beliefs. You came out of a cult yourself. Um, Do you think there's any leftover residual damage in your uh, headspace, in your psyche, in your being as a result of
1: of being in a cult? Uh, It's a good question. I have been in and out of therapy for 40 years with a variety of different excellent people and um i'm always surprised uh, to find some residual belief or trigger um at this point because i was only involved for two and a half years i say only two and a half years because most of the people i'm working with uh these days were born into destructive cults and have spent 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years of abuse. And of course, for them to figure out who they are, what they believe, and, and uh, start a new identity separate from everything that they've been taught is a much greater task than what I was faced. I was recruited at 19 and came out at my 22nd birthday, so um and i fortunately had a very loving family a good series of friends stable community and like i said with good therapy uh i feel like uh, I, I i'm doing i'm doing well i'm married i'm a father um and uh just i'm very very concerned about how epidemic the problem is so when you asked me to come on your show and share uh it's an opportunity hopefully for someone who's listening to this who's had a question about well what is a cult or what is mind control or or i i was in something 10 years ago and i'm still afraid to trust anyone or i'm still afraid to open a bible or i'm still afraid to meditate Um, It's an opportunity to heal.
0: Excellent. That's why we've got John. Steve, there are a lot of people who are listening who are part of, I would say, the vast majority of our listeners. We have listeners from all walks, all faiths, all sort of bents, but uh, the vast majority would be involved in the Jesus scene somehow, and they would be part of a church, and, and maybe some people are involved with churches that are controlling. I'm not sure why they would continue to listen to my show if they're part of a controlling church because I've spent, you know, the last 14 years trying to tear that down or bring an awareness to it is probably a better way to say it.
1: Or they're listening and their their church leader and members don't know about it. They're doing it on the sly. Ooh, that'd be nice. Mm-hmm. That'd be nice. I'd like that. So what,
0: how do we get our listeners who are unaware that they're involved in a controlling church? The church might be good, you know, good, good uh, uh, intentions but they need to get out of this church because they're too controlling. I look around all these churches and I see so many tribal, so much tribal conditioning that I, I, I almost want to put
1: um, controlling labels on all of them. So essentially, um, if you're in a church that says you're following Jesus like no other church can possibly follow Jesus and only you can be saved in their church— and that somehow Satan will be after you if you go to your neighbor's church. Uh, I'd say. Warning! Wait. Warning! Warning! <laughs> <laughs> um, so, really, it's a very important question, and I have evolved a formula that I'd like to share with your listeners. And it goes like this: Yes, if you if there's a question in your mind, or if someone you care about has a question about whether you have been unduly influenced or mind controlled or in a a controlling group of any type or controlling relationship here's the formula take a time out take a vacation minimum of three days but a week it may be better or a month may be better don't meet with the people don't do their practices just give yourself a rest then two study the models of mind control one of the most famous models was used in my programming in 1976 from the moonies uh it's by a psychiatrist robert j lifton who was an air force psychiatrist studying chinese communist brainwashing in the 50s and he has an eight-point model uh that you can read uh, online as well as in his book Thought Reform and the Psychology of Totalism is his most famous book it came out in 1961 he later, later wrote a book called Destroying the World to Save It about apocalyptic cults and he outlines the eight things I have done a BITE model uh, based on his model and, and the BITE stands for behavior control is the B information control is the I Thought control is the T, and E is emotional control. And I, so I have a laundry list of variables that you can review, things like sleep deprivation, privacy deprivation, change of clothing, change of diet, needing to ask permission, being told that you can't read certain books or go to certain websites or talk to certain people who are ex-members or critics, um phobias that are installed in people's minds being told to do thought stopping techniques if you have a doubt or a criticism so you go through that laundry list uh, and see of, of which ones line up with your own experience then talk with critics and former members actually seek them out and hear what they have to say now Mind control cults deliberately program people to fear ex-members and critics. They say they're controlled by Satan. They're controlled by you know terrible impulses, etc., and that it's going to somehow harm your spirit or your soul. But I come from the Jewish tradition, the Abrahamic traditions that believes in the central Garden of Eden metaphor that almighty god created adam and eve and didn't make them into mind control robots but actually created a garden and gave them a a dictum and they disobeyed so that says something very powerful about the whole divine plan for the creation that almighty god wants us to think and to be ourselves be a divine expression of 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 god so why not listen to critics and former members trust your conscience trust your uh, intellect and then honestly reflect over your experiences like really mine your experience what did you think you were joining when you first were recruited when you were first approached and one of the universals with destructive cults is they do not give informed consent. When they're recruiting you, they don't tell you what they really believe and what's really going to happen when you get involved. They only tell you what they think you're ready to swallow. In some cases, it's an outright lie or series of lies. And be really honest. What did I think I was joining? What did I think was going to happen after a year or two years or five years? Right. And in my case, I was recruited when my girlfriend had dumped me by three women flirting with me. And I asked them, are you part of a religious group? And they said, oh no, not at all. And within a few weeks, I realized that they were believing the Messiah was on the earth. He was a Korean billionaire named Sun Myung Moon that we had to bow to an altar with his picture on it and recite a pledge to fight for our lives. And we would allow him to to uh, and and beg him to uh, assign a stranger to become our spouses so we could have sinless children. And if someone had told me that in the first five minutes, I would have said not interested. (laughs) But but the women were flirty yeah. Please come over, you're so nice, you're so smart, and we just want to get to know you, etc. And it was a very systematic social influence process used on me. Yeah, well, I think that's called flirt and convert, is it not? Uh, flirty fishing is flirty a term of uh, the nice. Children of God cult yeah. used. They later be- had women becoming happy hookers for Jesus to recruit people uh, into the cult. They were a file cult. Um but you know if something's legitimate it will stand up to scrutiny mm-hmm. and you should you should just know that if it's real that it will you can test it and you can ask any questions you want and if people make you feel guilty for having that thought or that question run because but, that's a mind control environment But don't all
0: tribes and their instruction manuals don't they all say stuff like when you doubt uh don't don't doubt or or shake off the doubt or ignore the doubt or lean into whatever and you know i mean i think all all uh, rule books
1: no i don't think so if they do then they're problematic from my point of view right. of course for me i i believe in almighty god uh and um I, I believe in love. I believe in 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 being, you know, transcending your own ego and helping others and being compassionate and doing charity. And I don't think that uh, you should believe something a hundred percent. Like I, I want a Porsche. I want a Porsche, and God's going to deliver you a Porsche, like some of these prosperity ministers or the law of positive attraction, the supposed law that magically things are going to be delivered to you from the universe those are magical thinking that can be very very destructive
0: okay on the uh, on the line here with Steve Hasson he's a uh, leading authority in cult mind control former cult member himself and of course author of some tremendous books on this subject uh, a couple of websites i want to give you to you right now uh, endingthegame.com endingthegame.com and freedomofmind.com tell us about ending the game
1: So essentially, I was asked survivors of sex trafficking to come out and do a training with them for law enforcement because they had read my book Combating Cult Mind Control, and they were convinced that pimps had studied mind control. In fact, some pimps actually write books on how to brainwash The hoes, what they call whores. Uh, And so uh, three survivors of sex trafficking and myself created a curriculum to help survivors of sex trafficking understand the mind control games that pimps use to recruit and indoctrinate them so they can reclaim their power and get out of the game and have a real life.
0: The problem I have with this is that... um the guys that I have met who run women are actually not that smart. Has that been your experience, or are they so smart uh, that uh, that's that's why they're successful? I mean, and smart is probably a lousy way to it's it's a brutal descriptor. But I just see these meatheads who are getting away with with human atrocities and making a ton of money, and and all that says to me is that those they are controlling. Uh, are have just grown up in ways where they just weren't taught to be aware of stuff, and so they are in completely uh, – they're getting duped left, right, and center. So it's the dupees issue more than it is the duper.
1: So I think of mind control as a bidirectional process, but going back to your question about the, the pimps, a lot of them apprentice with other pimps, so they learn – Uh, they're taught how to do it pimps are are less refined should we say than many mind control cults in the sense that they will often uh drug women and make them dependent on drugs or actually just beat beat the hell out of them or say i will kill your family if you don't do what i tell you to do so that is not very sophisticated but it's very effective
0: um, how, where have you gone with your belief system with what you, I mean, cause you, you know, the, the, the flirt and convert thing worked on you and you got into the children, i sorry, into the Moonies uh, for a couple of years. Do you believe in something now, Steve? I'm actually a Jewish
1: man who's doing a, a an interview on Shabbat because I believe so much in, in my work hmm. and helping other people. Um when i first got out of the moonies i was very confused and i was very angry at god because i had spent hours each day praying to god to do his will and then i woke up realizing that i was in a mind control cult helping a fascist who wanted to take over the world i went on my my spiritual journey studying buddhism studying world religions of many many types and about 20 years ago i found a a home spiritually back in judaism but what's called the renewal form of judaism where it's not uh following laws because the laws are the laws but following the spirit of the laws and so for example i drive to my temple to study torah and, and and go to services i uh i endeavor not to work on Shabbat uh, whenever I can, but I'm not 100% um, what they call Shomar Shabbat. But I just, I really believe that people, there are many paths to spiritual growth. I don't judge anyone else if they don't want to be Jewish. That's fine. And, but I really do feel like there are a lot of people who are enslaved in a form of Egypt, of Pharaoh, and they, even if they, they think that uh, making money is is their idol, it, it's it's sad. I think human human life, creativity, compassion, is so much more than all of that. And I do think that we have a precious uh, biosphere called Earth. I I, I find apocalyptic theology to be very frightening where people think magically Jesus is coming back so we don't have to care about pollution we don't have to, we don't care have to care about all of the damage that we're doing to the earth i think we we need to be good stewards of creation
0: let let me I, i'm not even sure how to phrase this so just bear with me while i stumble over this question your your experience with Judaism how would you contrast that with your understanding of Christianity in terms of which group has the propensity to be more culty?
1: Oh, I don't. I, I think that, uh, I mean, the Abrahamic faiths is Judaism, Christianity, and then Islam. So I, I think Judaism was the foundation of everything of the Abrahamic faiths. And I think there are ultra Orthodox Cult groups out there where they are following their rabbi as if they were a guru, yeah. And you know, allowing pedophiles to harm children and keeping people afraid of the outside world, and they're not allowed to be on the internet. I think that's horrible. There are probably in the U.S. more Christian esque Bible type cults than there are Jewish cults because just population and i think wahhabism and salifism in islam is a uh, interpretation of the quran that's very dangerous and and trying to um, be imposing a very ancient not not even well respected interpretation of of islam on the rest of of muslims and So I guess what I'm trying to say is that we need to be awake. We need to look at our traditions. Certainly the Abrahamic traditions are all centered on this notion of God, Almighty God, not making Adam and Eve robots, not making them slaves, because Almighty God should have been able to do that if that was the plan. But God, transcendent of time and space, had a different plan in mind. Yeah. And I think that we're meant to have that divine image of God as creator and creativity, um, um, love, compassion, and kindness, and charity, humility. These are the things that we should be extolling.
0: Well, any if there is anything I can ever do... Uh, as far as uh, any upcoming seminars or events that you guys are are holding I am such a fan of your organization and I have just become a fan of you I came out of 30 years of um, of evangelicalism and as I look back on things I look at I keep calling it tribal conditioning um, but I guess if I could put some stronger words there were certainly some cultish, Aspects to what I grew up in. I mean, even thinking back to like um, backward masking and you know uh, the, the the claims that there were secret satanic messages in songs if you played them backwards and stuff. I mean, that's a goofy mm-hmm. that's a goofy extreme. But I think back to oh man, I mean, we were we were sold that we were taught that we believed that right. we told others
1: about that, and I feel like an idiot for 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 being that way. But I was young, right? And and the the key is education. And what I like are uh, uh, entertainers who do hypnosis to demonstrate just how susceptible we are to influence, hmm. uh, inf- susceptible to authority figures, susceptible to peer groups. And the key is being conscious and being responsible and taking the noble ideals and not giving up our, our free will in our spiritual uh, quests. And uh, I just loved what Leah Remini did, because she's the first celebrity former member who was basically deprogramming herself on camera Hmm. by seeking out former leaders and listening to what was really going on at the highest levels. So good. And she's horrified and wants to help others. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that is a powerful show. Very, and I mean, I, she brings a certain testicular fortitude to this expose. You know, I've interviewed a lot of uh, former Mormons. A lot of them have have been on Leah's show, uh, but Leah's got the uh are you doing?" thing to it, right?
1: Uh, Leah does has not. Is, Leah's show has only been on Scientology, not Mormonism. But I have. Helped people get out of Mormonism as well as Jehovah's Witnesses, as well as other things. I would invite people to come to my YouTube channel and look at over 100 free videos, and, and some are some actual shows that are no longer available. Yeah.
0: Well, what an honor to have you on our show, Stephen. I really appreciate it. Stephen Hassan—he's the leading authority on cult mind control, a former cult member himself, and uh, author of some brilliant bestsellers to uh, to help a lot of us, well, all of us, um, I guess, experience freedom of the mind. So here's a website: freedomofmind.com. Freedomofmind.com. I would encourage all of you to go there uh, today, right now, and uh, check out everything that uh, that Stephen has. Uh, again I know your time is precious and uh, as far as your sacrifice on Shabbat thank you uh, it's quite a quite a privilege. No, It's
1: my pleasure my son wants me to take him to the aquarium so that's where we're headed next. Beautiful Thank you sir. I, I would love thank to you. speak with you again in
0: the future and look forward to it. take care
1: Thank you bye
0: bye Take this. Shirt.